Good morning, everyone. Welcome to our regular podcast, Knowledge Empowers. With you today is me, Kat. Anyaseo. Then we have Barush. Hello. And we have Kolaj. Dobre rano. And uh, today we're going to switch a totally different topic. And I bet that every one of you, through your childhood, had some kind of a pet. What did you guys uh, have? Baruch. Mm, in my case, I always wanted a dog. And I still want a dog, but I never had it. <laughs> so we settled for fish in a tank. Oh, was it just one or more? Uh, more, yeah. It's nice <laughs> beta, I think beta fish. It's the English name. And did you uh, wake up in the morning and you had like a few fishes uh, on the carpet? Yes, unfortunately. And I, I hated it. So it taught me that I don't like to eat fish and I don't like to see them die for some reason. Aww. I don't know why. Like, Do I, you I like don't sushi? To... I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> we, salmon is not a fish. <laughs> and and tuna neither, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, I cannot see them whole. That's, that's, that's my thing. Like, I cannot see them like grilled whole on a plate. I, I don't know why. Like looking at me without eyelids. <laughs> My, anyway. brother used, my brother used to have fish in, in tank. And also every morning when we woke up, there were like one or two on the carpet. I'm like, what is wrong with them? Until he put like the lid on, uh, mm. on top to sort of uh, prevent it and, and stuff. So we, we why had, did it happen actually? Were they trying to commit a suicide or what? Yeah, I have no idea. But it was like, like whenever you spoke with anyone who had a fish at that time, uh, that was the regular thing. Did you find them in the carpet? Yes. <laughs> but I have no idea why. Maybe someone who has uh, fishing tanks could explain this to us, but I really don't know. I think at this point I would research it, but at that time, like, there was no internet and oh, yeah. like, we, we didn't have some special books about, like, why, why fish commit suicide <laughs> <laughs> intentionally or not. <laughs> I, I, and did it happen to you? I, I had a friend who had a huge aquarium with a fish. And then it was like a huge, like 50 liters, 100 liters, something like really huge, half of a half of a wall. And the fish tank broke down. <gasps> it split open in one corner. So water was everywhere. Like literally the whole flooring needed to go. Did that happen to you? Or not, not, not really? Nope. I, I just oh, remember... Cleaning was really troublesome. Cleaning fish tanks, and we didn't have a re we didn't have a big fish tank. So, but my father always did that because for some reason they didn't trust me and my sister to do it. We, we were too little, probably. We so. had brother had my brother started with big tanks and actually went from big to small, small, small up to nothing. And I hated when he said, it's time to clean it. I'm like, no. <laughs> so, Baruch, besides of fish, did you have anything else? Unfortunately, that's it. And But I, I really want, still want to have that dog. So as soon as I'm not renting places to stay, instead of having my own place, then I think I'm going for it. Is it still Doberman? 
But I don't know how to say it in English. I, it's, yeah, I think so. But this is still that kind of a doggy one? Yeah, that's that's the one I want. So yeah, it's you, you shouldn't have a small place for that kind of dog for that yeah. breed. For those of us who are listening to us, so uh, if you ever watched Magnum a series from the seventies, and um, these were the two dogs Apollon and Zeus that were playing a huge role in that series, so that's what Baros wants. <laughs> that's for all the generation if they are listening to us. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I wanted to say, if you're younger than, than Katka is, then you have probably no clue what she's talking about. <laughs> so what? <laughs> and Kolaj, what kind of pets did you have? Jesus. Uh, I, I feel, well, my mom is really into nature and saving animals uh, into this, this way. So I think I've had most of the things in, in, in our home. So we've got hamsters, guinea pigs, corellas, andulkas. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's the name. <laughs> yeah, I was just trying to check the stories. I, 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 I've had a turtle. I've got about seven dogs, uh, cats. Uh, what is it? Hens. Oh, what else is there? Uh, actually, in one case, when we were in a uh, in an apartment that was the most curious, uh, my mom was trying to save during the winter a bat. So we had oh. a bat living with us for like a, a week <laughs> until a warmer winter uh, came, so that she could release him into the wild. Uh, we've got several hedgehogs, um, and uh, what else is there? I don't know. Uh, you're basically naming all the animals in the zoo yeah we, we we haven't had any reptiles like lizards or something like that uh but my mom when she was young she had uh fish as well so mm -hmm. she she've got even more coverage than i do uh, uh, Anduka is parakeet parakeet mm -hmm. isn't -A -R -A -K -E -T. that okay k-w-e-t okay parakeet and I always wanted to have the parrot, the, the big uh, brown one, Jacques. I'm not sure if that's how they are calling them in English as well. Mm -hmm. That talk, talk, talking one. Yeah, talking one. I, I've got uh, one which is just shrieking and <laughs> that's that's not cool. <laughs> well, so, shut no. up! <laughs> shut up, yeah. Mostly when he, when he starts at 6 a.m. or 5 a.m. and like why the hell sleep <laughs> just sleep. so, so it, that that makes me think or think about why do you want to have pets like is it like the cool factor or like wh why do you have why do you keep pets i think when i was a kid because i had like turtle i had parakeet or andukas i had mouse uh, fish which were my brothers I just sort of always wanted to have a pet. And my mom did not allow a dog. And her reason was because when she was young, they had a dog. And she hated the fact when they, when they died because you have a strong attachment uh, to the dog. So she never allowed us to have a dog. Um, but for a kid, I was like, I just sort of wanted to have something like a living creature that you you take care of and um, turtle was fun except that few months it slept in fridge 
because it hibernated. <laughs> so it's like oh, you 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 pull that um, uh, shelf and like oh turtle okay let it sleep. <laughs> <laughs> These are no eggs. Um, I used to have yeah go ahead. Yep. My mom had the more practical reason except of saving them uh, when we were kids. She wanted so I I wasn't like taught or I had this drawn or motivation that yeah I need to have a dog or I want a cat because I want to have the animal like like uh, cat cats and my mom was driven driven automatically towards that so I never created this motivation mm -hmm. and she had a practical reason for that uh, she thought that having an animal with us when we were little kids helps to boost our immune system. Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, then I've heard also what you were talking about, death of, of an animal there. Uh, I've heard that it could have a practical usage, that part as well, because that's the first death you actually experience as a child, mm -hmm. you know, like your pet is dying. So later on, when your grandma or somebody else dies, you are more or you are well better equipped for that or better prepared so mm -hmm. you can explain the kid on it like okay how the whole cycle works that it's natural and blah 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 so oh, wow. that that's i something what i heard from fisha like that's the best <laughs> way how to t teach oh. it you know? hi fisha okay. <laughs> <laughs> my mom immunity system practical stuff uh so i'm not sure if if that's true i never really like try to google it mm -hmm. uh the other thing was the practical use for example hands you know you get the eggs and uh, meat of, the, uh, of them so that's mm -hmm. another usage you know i used to have ferrets but i still still wanted a dog and it took me 16 years to convince my husband to have a dog uh, now we have becky she's three and a half years old uh and I love her, every bit of her, even though sometimes she's so stubborn. <laughs> but she's so cute. It's just unbelievable. And uh, it, it happened in a way that he said, okay, now you said you want a dog, but how do you even imagine it? How, what, what about the care? What about this, etc." And we sit down and I said, okay, okay, of course I cannot take care of it just by myself because you might get sick, right? Or you want to go for vacation. So you... You need to plan this sort of ahead. Who could be the one that could help you out? Or are there any centers you could call that you would put the dog there, like a dog hotel or something? And um, uh, once we, uh, once I find out also uh, whether there is a center that we could go to school to learn how to deal with the dog and how to train the dog, everything, he made the agreement, like, okay. I was like, I still couldn't believe that he made that agreement. Um, and uh, we have a Corgi. Uh, so it's very rare breed in Slovakia. So uh, it, it took a while till he found a place where we could get the Corgi. And when we came there and there were six, six tiny little four weeks old Corgis and he just melted because all of them just attacked him and he melted immediately <laughs> and and we, it was he was just so cute and he loved he loves her mom her mom is like she simply just sort of always puts her head on you and you just stroke her and she will lay there without any movement her mom is like really uh, really awesome 
And then we went there when she was uh, six weeks old. Uh, we, we signed the contract, we bought her. And then uh, besides of assigning her to school, so you can start training the puppy once in three months old. We also had the trainer coming to our own house and uh, he came to us twice and he literally shared with us like really very useful knowledge. Like if you want that your dog would not chew your shoes or the furniture and he told us what we need to do. And he said, take everything out of the floor, whatever you want to protect, put the mm -hmm. wood or protect it until her teeth will exchange. And this sort of first six months, you, you need to make her uh, entertain or busy. And he shared with us some really super cool tricks, like just take uh, any old t-shirt or blanket, whatever you, you want to destroy and put some nom-noms in it. And first you will sort of just, um, for example, you put the nom-noms and you only fold it mm -hmm. on half. Mm -hmm. And then she will start going with her nose there and trying to dig with her paws until she gets the nom-noms. Then you can roll it like a pancake, like roll it uh, off. And then she needs to, again, it, it takes her brain. And, and then at the end, there is the, the what's the word? At reward. The reward, thank you. Oh, I got the nom -nom. And to make it more difficult was once you figure these things out, that you put the nom, -nom and you create uzo. How do you say uzo? A knot. A knot. So... You put it in a blank, uh, you roll the t-shirt or blanket or whatever, you create a knot. That will it took her one hour. So we had one hour free from her. It made her tired, but she <laughs> unknotted. It was, of course, like in pieces. She got the reward and then she fell asleep. Mm -hmm. And really, once she uh, exchanged her teeth, we started to taking all the protection we had piece by piece. So first mm -hmm. we took it away from one part. We saw that she keeps ignoring it. Then a week later, another part. And, and slowly we removed all of this protection. She never chewed one shoe or a furniture, never even touched nice. it, uh, etc. And my husband, because he's in IT, he even installed cameras inside that when we were at work, he could watch her like, what is she doing when we are not at home? And then he realized all she does is sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> that was all she did so she was always in the small hall and never moved herself away from there so uh, these were very very useful uh, tips and tricks and I would highly recommend that if you get a dog get a professional at least for consultation for conversation so they can share with you tips and tricks another tip he shared with us really amazing and whenever we giving Becky to other friends to look after her they are still surprised for that. So he asked us, for example, that what is our uh, working style? That how long are we at work? That he would accommodate the dog to us and not that mm -hmm. we need to accommodate the dog. And so we said, well, sometimes we work long hours, but definitely we are at work from nine to five, let's say, etc. Okay. And so uh, he said, you don't need to go for a walk with her in the morning. She just needs to go to toilet. So it would take maximum two minutes. Mm -hmm. And he showed us what you do in the morning. Like you just take her to the place where you want her to do her business. Uh, and immediately after you take her when she was still a puppy back home. Stay home 10, 15 minutes, then go for walk. 
So she would not connect these mm-hmm. two things together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the way now she's trained is like uh, 6.30, she goes do her business, we go home. Mm-hmm. Then at 4 p.m., she does her business, we go home. Around 6 p.m., we go for a walk, one hour, two hour, whatever. And then around 8 p.m., she has her, uh, in, in case we would come back, uh, let's say at 7, then we go at 9 p.m. But only these two minutes, she just does her business, mm-hmm. we go back home. And every time when I would give her to friends and I said, so don't try to go for a walk with her. She will mm-hmm. not move. She does her business and she goes straight home because she's hungry. I was surprised couldn't... like when, when your husband asked me to walk, walk back, he and I, I went literally went outside, wait for a minute and not even that for a few seconds till she's done. And then we went back. I, like, I was like, that's it. Like I was ready to, you know, go around and stuff, but no, she, she, she did her business and she by herself wanted to go back. I was really like looking forward to have a walk, actual walk with the dog, but no, (laughs) that's how she's trained. And I think it's very practical that if you are a working person, then it's, it's really good to have your dog trained this way. Yeah. And also my friend, when I explained it to her and, and she did not believe, she tried to walk her. She tried. <laughs> she was able to get one meter to left, one meter to right. And then Becky was like, what are you doing? You're going back home? I have breakfast. Or in 4 p.m., what are you doing? I did what I had to do. Dinner time. Get your ass back home. What are you trying to do? <laughs> also... Another shock for her was, uh, you didn't tell me that the dog owners talk to each other. Why you didn't tell me? <laughs> I was walking Becky and someone was talking. I didn't know they are talking to me. <laughs> and then I explained her, well, uh, it's funny. You don't know the owners, especially mm-hmm. if they are not with the dog, because you always focus in yourself on the dog, never like upwards. You know the dogs by their names. I know exactly which dogs are the lovers of our Becky and which love her, whom she loves. And we have two pit bulls on our street. And one is huge, like 50 kilo. And the owners are always like having him on a short leash because like it's very strong. These two, when they see each other, oh my God, she lays down. He's all over. He loves her. And, and sometimes when the friends are taking him out, his name is Cesar, uh, they can't believe like, no, you have to keep, I'm like, trust me, they know each other. And then they are looking like, Cesar, what happened to you? And he's like in love with her. It's just unbelievable. So it's, it's, it's amazing. And especially uh, now during uh, COVID, when we were locked down, to have a dog or pet like this, was awesome because mm-hmm. the dog because of the dog you have to go out even if it's just for these two minutes that she needs to her business but the dog forces you to go on the fresh air mm-hmm. and it helps tremendously and of course there were restrictions during the COVID of COVID that where you can walk and not walk and if you had the dog you were allowed to walk even more than just 500 meters be, uh, be on your house. So that was also awesome. And uh, I wanted to rent Becky, whoever wanted to rent her just to go for a walk. 
<laughs> well, what you mentioned is actually interesting because uh, the dogs create a sort of, uh, they, they evoke serotonin in us. Yes. So it's really similar, like having a close partner or a kid even. Uh, it's really compared to that level of having a kid uh, when it comes to the hormones level. Uh, and what's even more interesting is that uh, this moving and a need to move can even persuade the depressed people to start moving. So it's even recommended by doctors to have a dog when you are like really depressed for a long period of time to get a dog because then the dog forces you to move out. Plus it creates this dopamine and serotonin level. So you feel more happy. Plus mm -hmm. you have the walk, which you need to go to because of the dog and it triggers the movement. And again, you get the dopamine levels up uh, and adrenaline because you need to move a bit. So this kicks in and it helps to, uh, it helps patients, if I can call them mm -hmm. that way, uh, to move ahead a bit mm -hmm. to get better. And also, whenever you feel down and you grab your dog, you hug the dog, you literally feel the negative energy or that whatever you feel is like sucked out from you and you are filled out with happiness. It's, that feeling is just unbelievable. Worst part is when I want to sleep and our dog is not allowed to sleep with us on the bed. She doesn't even jump on the bed or anything. But she has a very special blanket that when I put on sofa, she knows then she can be with us on the sofa. And I, I pull that blanket out and I wanted to cuddle with her. And sometimes she has her days like, I don't want to cuddle with you. And she goes away and I'm like, what do you mean you don't want to cuddle with me? <laughs> it's, it's so funny. <laughs> but that's when we sleep together and we just like that. And also hilarious thing is when dog dreams that's the most hilarious thing ever and and sometimes we just keep looking at her with my hubby and we're like what do you think is does she dreams about the big puppy or which puppy is she dreaming about and the noises she does when she sleeps that the most cutest thing ever uh so guys you are talking so lovingly about pets and it seems like it's worse to have one but are there any situations or people that you wouldn't recommend pets to everyone who is not ready mm -hmm. what does that mean not ready you can see it many times when the dog is not trained and the either parents or whoever just get a dog because i want a dog but then they don't have the time to spend certain time with it because if you invest that, let's say, the first year into the dog of all the training and you go uh, with the trainer, etc., afterward, it just pays off uh, tremendously. And uh, you see when the dog is not behaving or is not listening to the master or the human, uh, is very nervous, very barking, etc., that's not good. Also, when we were thinking what type of breed we are going to get and we live in a block of flats, Definitely, I, I didn't want to have a barking dog because it just annoys neighbors. And we, we lived like that once when we had a neighbor who lived under us. And as soon as they left the flat, dog has been barking for three hours straight. It was nuts. And I then just kept bringing them like, I don't care what you do, but do something. This is just impossible. And uh, 
That's why you need to, if you make the decision you want a dog, uh, there are many trainers that uh, even prior to get the dog you can talk to because they can help you to, to teach. How do you teach the dog to, for example, stop barking, uh, going on the toilet? How do you teach a dog to go on toilet or all of this? And I would highly recommend for every single person if they want you to do that. And so it goes on the mental and also physical preparations, you know, like if you are buying a huge dog and that's what I've seen, like you're buying, I don't know, uh, a shepherd's dog or something uh, huge uh, or bigger <laughs> and you live in a two rooms apartment, like the dog is not ready to be there. The dog is not suitable for 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 uh, suitable for example for running or something so you need to have the equipment and uh the other thing is what katka was already mentioning there she like you are not just owning the dog like she's right now but uh, and like buying a dog is or any pet is just like oh i i have it in here and that's it but you need to think of the other things like okay if i go for a vacation what to do with with the pet should i do I have someone somewhere to put it? So all this long-term thinking should happen before you even buy it. Yeah, we also are thinking if we go for vacation, are we going to take her with us? Or are our friends available to take care of her? And then we plan ahead. And then if we are taking her with us, then we are planning which hotel allows it. Do they allow, blah, blah, blah. You know, all of, all of these uh, things. Or if we go just for one day trip, and we know she needs, she is capable to hold it until 6 p.m. Like I, I've asked Baruch now, <laughs> she lives very close. Like, hey, listen, Friday we go there. Would you be available just to take her out in case we would be late? Yeah. So uh, you, you need to literally plan those things ahead because the problem is she holds very soon, but puppies have small bladders. <laughs> and even though she's holding it from, 6.30 when she has her first one until 4 p.m. Eventually she would be herself, even if she's super trained, but you know, so that's why, for example, we take her out four times a day, just so the kidneys would never be harmed for her long-term uh, life. And, and those of us who are watching us on YouTube, I am, I'm holding her right now in, in our hand, just so people can get like, oh my God, that's a corgi and a tiny little boy. <laughs> and uh, those who are listening, we also included the, the video of her dreaming because that's hilarious sounds that she's making when she's dreaming. It's going to play now. And that's it from us today. Tell us what kind of pet you guys have, what kind of happiness it brings you. And with that, uh, I'm saying, so gracious, Mita. Bye bye. Sayonara. <laughs> this podcast represents our own opinions, experience, and our own ideas. We do not represent any official statement from our employers. And this is not their official channel representing the company.